Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas, and this is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Wednesday, October 18. Today, can we believe anything Eddie Jones says, and what can he learn from one of our other national coaches? Magpie on the move, a trade bombshell leading into the final day of the AFL swap meet, and will we see Meg Lanning play for Australia again? But first... Let's start with cricket, and South Africa had been cruising at the ODI World Cup. Big wins over Australia and Sri Lanka to start the group stage. That was until this morning. It's been seven consecutive goals to the orange team. Not that orange team, Kelly Underwood. Those giant killers from the Netherlands. It's gloved and the catch has been taken. That's a win for Netherlands. We've just witnessed one of the major upsets in 50 years cricket. And World Cup 2. The Dutch were struggling at 5 for 82 until Melbourne Rays keeper captain Scott Edwards smacked 78 of 69, setting the Saffirs 246 to chase down in a rain-reduced 43 overs. I was sort of just trying to take it deep and then, you know, hope that a couple of guys around me would chip in and, yeah, we were lucky enough to get sort of, I don't know how many at the end there, but it was nice. Edwards then caught Quinton de Kock out for 20. The Proteas opener was coming off back-to-back centuries. Their innings never really recovered after that, all out for 207. So Australia simply must beat Pakistan on Friday night, otherwise we slip behind the Dutch to second bottom with five group games to come after that. The WBBL returns tomorrow night with the Sydney Sixers hosting the Melbourne Stars. The Stars to welcome back Meg Lanning after she set out last year's tournament and the Ashes. She won't delve into the reasons why she had a four-month break from the game and hasn't decided whether she intends to return to international cricket or captain Australia. I haven't really got that far, to be honest, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm just worrying about these next couple of weeks with the Stars and you know, I still feel like I've got a little bit to give. There's no need to back the truck over how bad the Wallabies were at the Rugby World Cup. Absolutely horrendous. But it is sad that what I'd argue was our second strongest national sporting brand behind the Australian cricket team has sunk to the point of being an afterthought for the casual sport fan who didn't grow up loving the 15-man code. The circus, though, surrounding Eddie Jones has been more entertaining than anything we saw on the pitch, starting before the tournament with his memorable exchange at the airport. Worst press conference. Well done, boys. Good luck. You've got to give yourselves up that incident not forgotten when he faced the music for the first time since the World Cup yesterday. Probably need to give myself an uppercut, don't I? <laughs> Probably wasn't uh, the wisest thing to say, but sometimes you say things uh, in the heat of the moment that you regret, mate. He's again denying widespread reports out of Japan and in Australia that he's spoken with Japanese rugby about jumping ship and insisted he will see out his contract with the Wallabies through until the 2027 World Cup here on home soil. But that did come with a caveat. Well, it's not, my, it's not absolutely my decision, is it? Yeah, we've got a review going forward. And the use of past tense when talking about his decision to back youth over experience at a World Cup. I think I've left the Australian team in a great position to go on to 2027. Rebuilding a national side is always fraught with danger. The argument will always be just pick the best 15 in the country. The time to usher in a new era or at least partially rebuild is between World Cups, like Graham Arnold is doing with the Socceroos, who play New Zealand this morning. I'm getting headaches now in selecting a team where probably for three or four years I didn't have that. Yeah, look, you'll see some changes uh, for this game. It's my last chance to... Uh, have a look at uh, some some of the players that I've brought in over time. Whether Eddie is able to see through his vision, according to him, is now in the hands of Rugby Australia. 
now it's down to staying at Collingwood or moving to Hawthorne for Jack Ginevan. Collingwood set to ask for a future second round pick if he does indeed request that trade, which if Hawthorne finishes bottom four again would likely be a pick in the early 20s. AFL list managers largely treat the trade period like homework, leave it all to cram in at the last minute. And the final day will be headlined by a trade that officially only popped up yesterday. Jack Ginnivan on the move just a few weeks after winning a premiership with the Pies. When we look back, though, at what's taken place since the siren sounded at the MCG, his expected departure isn't hugely surprising. Don't go to the races the day before would be the lesson I'd say. Um, We're happy about that. Oh, Read the room, Jack. Um, yeah, like so. You know, you've got to grow up, but you've got to make mistakes to learn from them. Well, you can hear the reporters in the room nervously laughing as if Craig McRae, the coach, was joking. Gittiman's grand final eve trip to the races seemed head scratching at the time, and in hindsight, you wonder whether that has factored into a split between the two. Plus, the Pies trading with the Dockers for Lockie Schultz, adding another small forward to compete with Ginnivan for next year. His landing destination, the Hawks, have been active players in this trade period. They still have potential deals in the mix for three other players, including Triple Premiership star Jack Gunston, who wants to go back to the Hawks after just one year with the Lions. But a former Hawks star, Ben Dixon, told Fox Footy he would be a handy pickup. I love the fact that uh, Hawthorne are building. Uh, we saw what they produced late this year in terms of their young kids. Their midfield were top three this year, so their forward structure and their forward line needs some tweaking, needs some young energy in there, and I think Jack Gittivan's a perfect fit. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the app each morning. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.